Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Rock, flag, and eagle! Who's back? Back again. Snake is back with Johnny. What's up? Welcome back. Another edition of Chairgating. It's been a minute. I have Johnny, apparently from Cleveland. I just figured this out. Johnny, oh, are you in Cleveland? Uh, outskirts Cleveland. Um, I'm so sorry. A little town called McDonald representing. We were just talking about McDonald's. I'm actually from McDonald, Ohio. Wait, really? Yeah. McDonald, Ohio is the town I was born and raised at. About an hour. Did y'all invent McDonald's? Yeah, pretty much. Do you have actually, a McDonald's in your town? We, no, we don't. That's how small we are. <laughs> we, we don't. Or is it some we kind don't. of like lawsuit thing where they're like, no, you can't use that name in this town. They're like a copyright thing. It. Yeah, no, we... Uh, we don't have McDonald's. We have it was population of about I want to say like forty five hundred people. Do you have any fast food restaurants in your town? There's got to be a Dairy Queen at least, right? There, you nailed it. There's yeah. a Dairy Queen. That's it. Dairy That's Queen it, and yeah. a uh, is Iron Zones Pizza a chain? Have you ever heard of that place? That must be. Uh, a I mean, to be fair, thing. it might be a chain up north. Yeah, there's a what's it called? Iron Zones. How do you spell that? I A N. Test your spelling ability. ability. A. Uh, I've never heard of it. <laughs> I've never heard of it. That's so. there. A little gas station, a shell. Um, and then just like mom and pop restaurants. That's pretty much it. But um, there's bigger towns right outside of McDonald's that has McDonald's. So. 
I mean, I had my fair share. Okay. It's not a McDonald, but it's an hour away from Cleveland. I moved up here. If you had to go get French fries and cheeseburger right now from a drive-through fast food restaurant, where would you be going? Like anywhere in the country, or is like just right now in my vicinity? Yeah, I guess anywhere in the country, but it's got to be like a drive-through burger place. You know, it's a fast food restaurant. There's a uh, a Sonic up the street. I like their food. They got good food, good burgers. Sonic's good. Sonic's good. Uh, See, McDonald's. This is the type of, I, I do uh, like riveting. McDonald's. This is the type of riveting material that people were waiting. I know, yeah, I know they waited like it was what two six months since the last time you did this. I mean, honestly, probably yeah. You know what it was was covid and you think covid would make you want to do this more no so it wasn't anything with depression or any crap like that i could care less i feel fine i mean not that anybody cares but i don't care i'm they're worried about you (laughs) what it was is just nascar as a whole i have just been like totally turned off by nascar that's your fan base though i know and it's so sad as i'm looking at my wall of like like memorabilia of nascar stuff uh my that's what sport. got you depressed no what got me depressed was just i like i've come to the conclusion that i hate nascar yeah not the sport not the actual the organization. NASCAR. yeah i hate the people that run it i think they're running it into the ground i've thought that for years and i'm just kind of like sick of it yeah you know i want to watch it but it's almost like a moral dilemma within me or it's like should i be supporting i don't think you're the minority here i know i don't think so either i've been calling for this for years i mean i just saw a set on twitter i think like yesterday i saw the thing about the supercars coming back or or they're oh yeah i see that chevy those those things are sweet camaros and i i'm like dude this is what nascar has been trying to be forever Mm -hmm. they're they're adding more road courses you know like they're trying to essentially become supercars and my thought is like we already have that series. Why do you, why does NASCAR need to try so hard to be it? Yeah, like, I, I'll watch those races for sure. But I just yeah. give me a stock car on a short on a short oval. track. Yeah. yeah, and just leave it at that. What I don't understand what ha- like we we uh, they complain about not enough short tracks, and NASCAR says we're listening, we're listening, <laughs> and then they come out with this thing, which is road cool. Course. It's different. They have they add. <laughs> what four years ago we had two road courses now we have six and then they took over people about this and then they took away a short track with bristol i mean I've the dirt race people about this that is not a short track anymore i i've been saying nascar's gonna keep going this route and the problem is all these kids on twitter are like yeah road courses They're, and they listen to them nascar those kids no offense, and I know that's like my entire podcast audience, but I mean, at this point, Uh-oh. I don't. You're I don't done. Really you're not going to have any viewers. <laughs> but y'all are fucking dumb. <laughs> like, you're not NASCAR fans, okay? No. You're, you're not. They don't, they don't pay the bills. No, y'all want to watch, you know, the future of racing on these road courses with like new hybrid engines, and that's great. I'm not yeah. saying don't watch that. I'm not saying don't have that league. That all, that's fine. Uh, I love diversity in my racing options. I'd like to mm-hmm. be able to watch all types of racing. My problem is that's not NASCAR. It's not. NASCAR shouldn't try to become that. NASCAR should just stay NASCAR. In fact, NASCAR could start an entire new series, and they could own it. NASCAR Road. 
Yeah, exactly. NASCAR supercars or something. Like, yeah. I'm guessing the Australian well, they, they, doesn't own the term supercars. NASCAR owns IMSA, which is yeah, an all-road series. Wait, NASCAR owns IMSA? I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, NASCAR owns the IMSA series. So mm-hmm. just, fo- you know, focus on That's IMSA then. It's, yeah, it drives but, me crazy. The organization pisses me off. And I think I'm just, like, fed up with it. That's what I tell people. If it wasn't for gambling, I mean, I wouldn't watch the races. I have no interest in them. And it's sad yeah. because I'm a, I'm a huge race fan. I love NASCAR. Yeah. I think everybody exactly. does. But I mean, if Texas had more like local dirt tracks or, you know, it can, it doesn't have to be dirt, just like local short track racing, stuff like that. I would definitely love it. Like I think up in Ohio, y'all probably have more options than we do. We got tons of stuff. Yeah, Texas is not a big like race state. It's a big rodeo and football state. I mean, that's I mean, I went to a rodeo. This is going to get off subject, but there's no subject like, on this podcast. It was like it's like three years ago. I went to my first ever rodeo. It was a small like local rodeo. It was called the Sundance Arena. Place I, I had a blast at the rodeo. I, I didn't know how much fun. Like I brought my girlfriend, and I didn't think she'd like it at all. And it was it was just. It was a good time. It was. I go to so much every single year. You, and you guys, year. you guys have like legit, like the stuff that you watch on movies. Yeah. So there's like local, like every small town here will have their own, like I don't know, not really <laughs> arena. It's like a high school mm-hmm. size, you know, arena. Um, some can handle bull riding, some can't. But like every small little town will have something for rodeos. And then, and that's fun to go to and just like drink beers and hang out and, you know, get to wear your cowboy hat. Now but, is it, is the, uh, rodeos. So I picture every little small town rodeo. Have you, have you watched Yellowstone the show? Yeah, of course. Is it all, all like that? Or is Yellowstone kind of like in the daytime type rodeo style show? Is that yeah. how it is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and the guys that like compete in it, especially the bull riders, mm-hmm. are fucking crazy. They like oh, they gotta be and do drugs and get drunk. So they just like go to the bar right after the rodeo. Yeah, yeah, they're wild. Like saloons, I, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then there's a whole other side of it, which would be the Houston rodeo. Uh-huh. Every big city also has a rodeo. Fort Worth has a big one. San Antonio has a big one. Austin has a medium sized one. And then Houston is the biggest. It's the biggest in the whole world. Uh, and it's at the NRG Stadium, the, where mm-hmm. the Texans play. Yeah. And it's just, it's a rodeo, but on steroids. So it, it lasts an entire month. And every single night, there's a different artist playing. And during the day, it's like a carnival or a fair in the parking lot. It um, sounds like so much fun. Jeez. They have they have like the world championship barbecue, which lasts an entire week. It's like a cook off. Now, now, is it sanctioned through the PBR? Or is that its own deal? Um, you know, that's a good question. If it is through PBR, I I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know because I know PBR is like its own league. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I see on TV is PBR. Right. Yeah, they're the like biggest, but it's just bull riding. Whereas a rodeo, there's many different competitions. You get like Broncos and then bulls. Yeah, like bear Bronco is like honestly, it's more intense than bull riding. That would be sweet. You get your what? What's lasso and the 
cow. Yep. Sorry, my terms are horrible, but I don't know. I know how to lasso. You can lasso? I can lasso. Can you not actually on the lasso back. and then actually get something? No, like, not on the back of a horse movie. <laughs> I'm like doing it right now as you're talking. <laughs> but like, like whenever I go out to like my buddy's ranches, a lot of, yeah. you know, everybody in Texas, somebody's got a ranch. Um, most places will have, it's like a metal steer head. Mm-hmm. And then like a little practice just, range. Yeah. Just for fun. Like when y'all are drinking, you just like rope it and pull it in, you know, that kind of thing. You probably get taught like that's like a thing that you have to do at like a young age, learn to lasso in Texas. Yeah, it's just like if you're out at a buddy's ranch and you don't know how, you're gonna be like, "All right, show me how to do this," you know. Yeah. But anyway, I, I feel like I'm. I just live in the wrong area. I hate this area. I do too. So that's. <laughs> I I can uh, Cleveland look. Cleveland's got good people. I'll say that everybody I met up there was good people. Yeah, they're all pretty much all nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, you your accent doesn't fit in there, so I don't know how you live there. But I fit in with anybody up here? Not not when I was up in Cleveland. My family nobody that's talked it. like you. They all had Midwest accents. I just and, like, just like, I don't know what do you even call it. Just like just like saloons, basically. And there is a couple pretty cool ones up here, but other than that, the bar scene, my type of bar scene. Is is very, very slim pickings up here. See, you would love to go out <laughs> when when we go out for a weekend at like somebody's ranch. Yeah, you know, it's always going to be out in some just rural farm town. Yeah, that's this be the and best. And so usually we'll, there'll be like one bar in the town, and we go out there, and everybody's in cowboy hats. There's always a band playing. Like, and that's another thing. Like, you would like that, I think. You go out on a Saturday night here, and it's all club music. You have that everywhere. But I like going out. I'm surprised out and, in your town, though. Well, in McDonald, there isn't. It's it's pretty okay. country. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You're but saying if you go out, like, in Cleveland? And in Cleveland, it's all, it's all club music. There's no bands playing. See, at least in the cities here, we still do have... You still get that? Like, honky-tonks and dance halls and stuff. <laughs> Wish. Yeah, like I wouldn't go out to the clubs. I would, I'd go to the dance halls or like the chill ass like bars. You know? Yeah, business model up here for bars. Bad. Do y'all I'd not have dance halls? We don't have dance halls. We have one, one I can think of off the top of my head. It's actually a really famous one uh, throughout the country. It's called the Dusty Armadillo, and they get some really, really good, good guys to perform. And uh, now, do y'all have armadillos, or are you just? No, it's just called the Dusty Armadillo. And whenever there's not a band, they have a dance. It's a dance hall. Go, go Wait, dance. why wouldn't it be a dance hall when there is a band? It is as well, but they don't get bands every night. So they do. Okay. Uh, but people dance with when the band's playing, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, come down to Texas. I think you'd like it. I, I think we might make a trip. That'd be a good spot. I got a guest bedroom. Maybe me and my buddies will come down. Okay, well, not your buddies. I don't know those guys. All right, maybe I'll just I'll just fly down. You yep. can take me around Texas. There you go. I got a guest bedroom in here. Sweet. You can come up to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> take a nice vacation in Cleveland. Maybe right, if well, uh, okay, keep keep going. <laughs> 
Well, we've lost all our viewers. Good thing this oh, isn't yeah. live. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, no one's listening to this. Uh, the reason I wanted to have you on, the yeah. reason I'm, I'm back on the podcast is because I can't stay away from, you know, spewing my thoughts to everyone for too long. Eventually, it catches up to me. Drives me crazy. So I was thinking, I saw you on Twitter <coughs> tweeting about horror movies. I've been watching a shit ton of horror movies. I was thinking, October. We can, yeah, we can talk. What movies you've been watching? Recommendations if they're good or bad. Where yeah. to watch them? Stuff like that. So people listening can know since it's Spooktober. It is. They can spooky, know what to watch. Spooky season. To be honest, though, the month of October is my favorite. I think my favorite month of the year because it's that time of the year where it gets a little chilly. Um, there's football on Speak Thursday, yourself, dude. It was Friday, degrees on Saturday. Sunday. Up in the north, even like in the like mid mid south area, you get a little bit of yeah, the chill in October. Just not, just not, tech. not I know, where you I are. will say it has gotten chillier, but on Sunday it was a hundred degrees. Yeah, so. So it's it's not it's not chilly at all. <laughs> no, I mean today it was like seventy nine, so that's that's good. Yeah, that's beautiful. Or no, sorry, not seventy eighty nine. My bad. Yeah, but it's my favorite time. Would be incredible. It was it was uh, fifty five and rainy here, but all in all, October is my favorite month. I mean, I, I can love support it. that. I like October just because, like you said, mostly because the football. Um, I mean, I guess and I, I might just say love November. It. I might say November just because that's when it does start to get cool down here. Yeah, and. Um, still football, and then you have Thanksgiving. And I just love Halloween. I I like Halloween too. That's the only thing. I have a question. I don't know if you can answer this. When is it not okay to dress up? Can you dress up your whole life for Halloween and go out? Or is there a time period where where you're like, uh, maybe I should stop? So I think it depends. Like it changes over the years, right? So when you're a little kid, you dress up, you go trick-or-treating. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, when you're in high school, I don't know Typically, if I dress up in high school. Like we we always had like just like house party in high school. Yeah, but Halloween I think in party. high school, I thought I was like too cool. I was like, I'm not gonna dress up. Yeah, and in college, you go like all out, right? Like mm-hmm. the parties then for four years, you're you're going out. You go over the top with it. Yep. So I think it depends, right? Um, we're both. Or past that age of college. Late late twenties. Yeah. I don't know your exact age. I'm gonna assume late twenties. Twenty seven. Okay. Yeah. So we're both late twenties. Um are you married? <clears throat> nope, not yet. Okay. But you have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Long time going now. Okay. So um you're afraid of commitment, that's fine. It's besides yeah, the fact. I know. But therapy session. It depends on like what you're doing, right? Like if you go out to somebody's house party 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design and you're expected to dress up, then I think you should dress up, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, if someone's having a party, a Halloween party, and they tell their guests... Got to dress up. Yeah, it's a costume party. I think you have to dress up for that. And then, moving forward, when you have children... You dress up with the children. If your wife wants you to, yeah. You know, would I want to by myself? No. With, your like, your son or daughter? No, they can dress up. I don't want to yeah. fucking dress up. Like, that sounds terrible. Now, if my wife's like, you got to wear something, I w- I'll go minimal with it. Just like but a little t-shirt. I would t-shirt. do it, yeah, if I have kids. So I think the time to stop dressing up um, is like when your kids don't want to dress up either anymore. I think that's when as okay. a man, you can finally be like, I'm done. Maybe in like your 50s then. Yeah, like – yeah, mid forties to fifties, 40, yeah, whatever. 40s that, to 50. Yeah, that's when you're like, <laughs> you can put your foot down with your wife and be like, "I'm done." If you still want to give out candy and shit, you can. I don't give a shit about kids trick or treating anymore. My kids are gone. You know, I'm not dressing up. I don't celebrate Halloween anymore. <laughs> that's the age. All right, so we got we got a few more years ahead of us. We do. Yeah. So, Granny if I don't go out and do anything, that would be yeah, fucking like, weird to dress up. Like, I'm not, not going to just dress up. <laughs> and stay at home. That's fucking psychotic. Like, I do want to specify that you can't dress up and sit at home. Then you're a psychopath. <laughs> what are you going as this year? I don't know yet. But, like, well, here's another thing. I really don't think a lot of these places are going to have Halloween parties. A lot of oh, these you, restaurants, you're bars. Go out, out. I'm just going to go to somebody's house. They're having a party. Oh, yeah. You definitely. Well, I haven't been invited yet to any Halloween parties. Well, that makes sense. Hmm. I do know you but if, decently well, so if, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. If I would get invited to a Halloween party, you know what I wanted to go ask? What? Uh, you know Dirk Bentley's alter ego band, Hot Country Nights? No, I don't think I do. What? <laughs> what <laughs> what are you talking about go on youtube and and just you've never heard of them dirk's Maybe dirk's bentley has an alter ego band hot country nights and all they do is play 90s country music and they is came out cover stuff or original well they started as covers and then they made their own album this year and they were going to go on tour and COVID hit and I bought tickets to go to a concert, 
and oh, COVID hit, God. and they had to cancel I'm everything. I'm looking at the band. <laughs> and I wanted to go. As, this guy's Christ. name is Doug Douglason, and I was going to go as him. All right, let me let me look him up. Listen Doug. to the Moose Knuckle Shuffle. Okay, I'll put it on my like, list. You know, yeah, and you'll be hooked to the Hot Country Nights. Yeah, that would be like a good book. Me, I do like that. It made me a bigger fan of Dirk's family. Here's the thing. No one's going to know who you're dressed up as, but, you know, if you don't yeah. care, it's your prerogative. Yeah, that's another I'm, I'm thinking. Another thing. I've been wanting to do this for years, but I finally, I finally have fallen into the look. I've gotten mm-hmm. fat enough, <laughs> and I have, like, a full mullet now. I would just need to get permed to the mall. Oh, you going as Danny McBride? Kenny Powers. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's that what I'm thinking. Sweet. I don't know. You have that to, would you be have like to dye a, your hair, which would be even sweeter. <laughs> I'm not going to dye my hair, but I'll get <laughs> it. Go go I, I would get a perm, though, only because <laughs> my wife manages the hair salon. So it'd be free. Uh-huh. I would just like show up and they'd do it. Oh, then you'd have to do it. I can't believe you haven't done that already. I know because I, I was always kind of – I'm very good at Halloween costumes, I will say. I've mm-hmm. done a lot of good ones, and I play them off well. And, but I'm like, now that I have the mullet, you know, I can I have a mustache, but I could grow it out into a goatee. Like, I'm like, I really do. I could, I could, <laughs> I could rock it this year big time. I like that one. You should definitely yeah, go as that. And people have told me for a long time, mostly in my college years, that – I reminded them of Kenny Powers. Not so much anymore. <laughs> I've calmed down a little bit. So I think it would work on like a lot of I can of picture levels. it. I picture it. Yeah. Yeah. Just overconfident. And That's an a asshole. good costume. People know it too. I feel like if, if they it, – it's right. better if they know you. It like, is. oh, that's you're the Kenny Powers. That, that's, that's definitely the, the key. That's the key to a right Halloween costume. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be a little different, but it has to be recognizable as well. I was uh, I was a good one last year. I was um, Hopper when Stranger Things was big. Mm, I was yeah, uh, that's a good Sheriff one. Hopper. That was a good one last year. I don't have too many other good ones. Me and my buddy used to do like duo costumes. Yeah, when we lived together in Houston, and we'd go out and stuff. We uh, I we were the Big Lebowski one year too. That's a duo. All, Ooh, that's, all five of us dude, was that's pretty a good. good. One. Yeah, that's a good one. We what did you? Um, Jane Silent Bob mm-hmm. one year. That was a good one. And then <laughs> a really good one that we did was the two two different Michael Scotts. So he was date Mike. So he wore like a Kangol hat backwards with the suit. <laughs> and I wore the same suit, but with a bandana. And I was prison Mike. <laughs> did they know too? <laughs> and so if people would see us together. They would slowly start to put it together. Yeah, that that's a good too. If they like don't see it right off the bat, but then they yeah, get it because like, if we're oh, apart, oh, they're like, and then they yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think mine was a little bit more recognizable because I got the exact same purple bandana that he wore and stuff. Mm-hmm. My buddy, who's also named Mike, has a backwards Kangol hat and a suit. You know, they're like, "Did you just forget to put on blackface? Like, are you trying to be Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson?" I'm confused. So that was a good one. <laughs> So, horror movies. What have you been watching? Well, I just opened up my my uh, Twitter thing. So, 
I went really heavy with movies right off the bat, like October 1st. Went a bunch of movies. And then Netflix was starting to get out a bunch of TV shows that I wanted to watch. I started watching some shows. But I started off the first <clears throat> movie I watched was on Netflix. It was called The Devil All the Time. You heard of it? The new one? Yes. On Netflix. And watched that one first. Thought it was really good. It wasn't spooky at all. Like I'm No, not I, at all. It's not a scary movie at all. No, I have like a I have a spooky scale and I have an right. overall scale. And really enjoyed that movie. I love how it portrayed like early 1940s, 50s West Virginia, Ohio. Uh, a lot of the towns they named I was familiar with. And it was really cool and uh what's his name was awesome as the preacher um Twilight guy. Yeah, the pedophile preacher. Yeah, and then uh, Spider Man. Like, there's there's some awesome actors in it. Yeah, Spider Man versus uh, Twilight. That's yeah, cool. two worlds collide. But I enjoyed that one. That was my first one. What, what you've been what watching? Grade? Did you give it? I know you were given these like grades. Uh, oh yeah, Sp- uh, spooky scale one point nine. It wasn't spooky at all. Um, I'm surprised you I, even gave it a one point nine. Why not just well, zero? I, mean, I was just not- so. I, well, it was the first movie of sp- spooky season, and I was so pumped. Mm-hmm. That I picked a movie that wasn't spooky at all, but I I was just so pumped that I just decided to get it, give it a one point nine. But uh, overall scale gave it seven point one, which is really good for me. Yeah, I scored uh, okay. pretty hard. It was a pretty good movie. I'll give it that. Um, I liked it. Would you recommend just it as a movie, but not a horror movie? Right? Yeah. No. No. Not a horror movie at all. But I'd recommend people watching it. And you know, saw, like, it's like hit or miss for net Netflix originals, and that was definitely right. a hit. Some of those things are bad. The, the next one you did was called The Rental. Yeah, I didn't even watch that one. Was it good? That was another. That was an Amazon. I think an Amazon Prime movie. We have Amazon Prime, so if you have, it's what is it? Amazon TV or something like that. Oh, so you're you're a big deal. Oh yeah. So it was free to rent the rental. And uh, I like that one. It was your typical uh, thriller. Two couples go out. They rent out this Airbnb. Somebody's spying on them, like what you always fear when you rent out. But it wasn't scary? It reminded me of... What did it remind me of? It it wasn't that scary. There, There was no... It wasn't like a slasher film. It was more of like a thriller to where... You, you never saw this guy that was actually torturing them. Um, hmm. But like, like what you see here, the spooky scale, only a 3.2, but I gave it a 6.8. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. It's a good movie to watch if you uh, are afraid of Airbnbs. They put a camera you in know, the shower head. fear that everyone has. Cameras in the shower head, which was... I could care less if someone spotted Really cool. You know... What do you? I mean, what? And, yeah, Why and they're not I gonna care? they're not gonna put it out on the web because then once you're they done. see the footage, they'd be like, "Oh God!" <laughs> it'd be like, he's just like <laughs> naked taking a shit. Why does he have to get completely naked to take a shit on the toilet? That's weird. And yeah, he's probably, fatter. They, they, he's <laughs> fatter than he looks when he has a shirt on. Like I don't understand it. When you, when we see him clothed, he looks you know. Oh, they, when he takes his clothes off, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> he looks disgusting." So, no, I'm not worried about people spying on me at all. Oh, they'd probably think twice about it. Yeah. Oh, man. They might have a coming to Jesus moment and be like, wow, this is what my life's become. (laughs) 
Um, do you have do you have what? Shutter? No, and you told me to get it, and I don't have it. But it, dude, it's, if you like horror, you got to get Shutter. So and it's it's got everything, right? Yeah. So here's the deal: you can you can get the subscription through your Amazon Prime also. So you can just watch all the Shutter's content on Amazon Prime. Kind oh, of, I didn't know that. Do, yeah, you can do that with like I don't know if HBO does it anymore because they do their own thing now. But was it Cinemax does it? Showtime does it. Like a lot of them offer their subscriptions through Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So you can just watch it all there on that app. Shutter, they have their own app too if you want to do that. But yeah, you can do it through Amazon Prime. And it's put on by AMC. So it's like, it's pretty okay. legit. It's like the 31 days of Halloween on AMC, except it's, you get but everything. But they've just gone full in, yeah, with horror. All slasher. Um, well, it's like everything. So they make their own original content as well. But they make, they make actual movies too. Yeah, they make movies, TV shows. Yeah, well, that's like, cool. Just like I've now. always I've heard of slasher. Like that's something that they they've been around for a while now. But I've just never bought this uh, the subscription. But now that you say it's on Amazon Prime, I might. You mean Shutter? What did I say? Slasher. Yeah, that'd be a good anyway. name for it though. But Shutter. <laughs> yeah, that would be a much better name. Yeah, Slasher uh, TV. No, they have good movies on there. Like, so I've just been watching that. Really? Uh, what have you watched? Have a, so they have a TV show on there, an original TV show. I guess it it used to be on something else. It's called The Last <coughs> Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. Uh-huh. You ever heard I'm, of that? No, I'm going to look it up right now. All right, so this is what it is. It's this Texan that apparently is a pretty big film critic. Or he used to be back in the day, but he's like very Texan. Like wears bolo ties and shit. Uh-huh. Um, and so all it is is he just commentates – and then plays like a movie. So it's almost like instead of a commercial break, it'll cut to him kind of commenting on the movie, talking about how it was created, you know, stuff about the movie uh-huh. um, and making jokes and shit. And then back to the movie. And it's a really good way to see movies that you would have never seen before. Cause it's really, it's always like low budget, random fucking movies. Yeah. And he's really funny. So it's it's like a it's like a comedy, but you're watching the movie. You're getting like a little commentary. Yeah, but the commentary only comes in almost like a commercial break. Like if you're watching a movie on cable, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How every I don't know twenty minutes or something it'll cut to a commercial break. You know, it's like I'm gonna that. have to. I'm looking at this right now. I gotta see it. It's so good, dude. And so he's had <laughs> just like this ones. guy's. <laughs> his That's appearance. what I'm saying. He drinks Lone Star beer the whole time, like. <laughs> He's very Texan. That's what I'm saying. I got So, I, I was watching some on there. One called Deathgasm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great movie. Uh, it's a new. There's Zealand. one. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry, I'm looking what at all this. Say? There's one I'm called Hogzilla. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't seen that one yet. There's one about Thanksgiving. Um. Thanks Killing, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. If you've never seen that movie, I highly recommend it. Thanks it Killing? Is, yeah. It's hilarious. It's about uh, an evil-possessed turkey that goes around and kills people with a, a knife. And the intro is a pilgrim, a big-breasted <laughs> pilgrim woman, to, to put it you know politely. Um, her top gets ripped off, so she's running through yeah. a cornfield in like a pilgrim outfit no top that's awesome being chased by a killer possessed turkey. turkey 
And when he finally gets to her, this is the opening scene. He holds up the knife and he says, gobble, gobble, bitch, and stabs her. <laughs> and that's the opening scene to Thanksgiving. It's one of the funniest things you'll ever see. Oh, I got to watch that. I'm looking at all these movies now that I typed in old Joe Bob or whatever his name is. Uh, there's also <clears throat> The House of the Devil. Really good movie. It's like, I think it was from 2016 or 17 or something. But it's filmed like it's completely from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good one. The Exorcist the 3. Have you ever seen this? No, I, I just looked at The House of the Devil. Exorcist 3? Yeah. Looking at it that one is, right now. May, it's, I mean... 1990? I don't know how many thirds of anything are like very good. But it's uh, that looks super familiar. It's so good. It's I it see an old lady totally, climbing on a wall. It has a totally different take on The Exorcist. What this one does is it's like a detective investigation and mm-hmm. the person that committed the crime is possessed. But this detective who, you know, doesn't really believe in God and all that stuff is having to try to like deal with it. Oh, every detective is like that. Yeah. And it's a really movies. it's like a so it's like a cop movie. Yeah. But with a demonic possession added that's, to it. That's pretty good. Incredible movie. Um, there was another movie just like that that I really liked. I think it was The Haunting of Emily Rose or something. Oh yeah. Or it was that, a detective okay. type movie. Well, that was like the law movie. Yeah, there was some detective aspects. But the Exorcism yeah, I, of Emily, Emily Rose. I loved how it was like a legal movie. Yeah. That dealt with the possession. And so it was all about that. Yeah. So you're, you, you know, it's, <clears throat> I love legal movies, you know, mm-hmm. courtrooms. And it was a pretty good courtroom movie, but I liked how it made you question belief. Everything about systems. it. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. So, yeah, I would almost compare it to The Exorcism of Emily Rose. The Exorcist okay. 3. Yeah, I, re- I really like that one. So maybe I'll um, check out this 1990 Exorcist 3 movie. A couple other good Shudder movies that were Shudder originals were, was Mayhem. Uh, two pretty big act, big actor and big actress in that one. The the main actor was that, that Asian kid from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings. And choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See storebelltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. Now open in Elgin. And then the girl was from a bunch of other stuff. You'd recognize her. Um, uh, it's just pure. It's not scary, but it's just gore. Um, 
essentially like a contagion kind of like gets into their building and then they have to go on lockdown. Oh, I know that chick building. Yeah. She was just in the, Oh, that one movie with, uh, James Bond, the James Bond character. Uh, no idea what you're talking about. Knives, knives of something. Knives out. Knives out. Yeah. I just watched it. No, no, no. She wasn't knives out. Knives out. She was in, Oh, dang it. I just watched that movie not too long ago. Well, All right, keep going. Office. I'll think of it. So anyway, the the office building has to go on lockdown, and this like contagion type thing. All it makes you do is have like pure rage, mm-hmm. and so everyone's just murdering each other in this office building, and it's just kind of funny because they're all in like business suits, <laughs> but they're just like having just you know using screwdrivers and eyeballs and stuff. Um, and then Summer of '84 was a really really good. Movie. Ah, I watched that one. That was oh, a good movie. You? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I watched the summer of 84. That was a good one. I liked that movie a lot. I liked how I really liked the characters of the kids. Cause when I first watched it or when I first saw the trailer, I was like, Oh, this is just a playoff of uh, stranger things. But then when I got into it, I was like, there's nothing like it. Right. I, I mean, it was I, definitely like an homage to, you know, kids in like the eighties. But I, I love that. Type. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have no problem with that. That was a very common theme for films back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just them versus, you know, the guy next door that, you know, seems friendly. That was a good movie. Yeah. So I don't know what that I'd rate that. That was a good, it had a little bit of spookiness to it. I mean, it'd be in like the threes or fours, I think. Yeah. Not yeah, too spooky, put it, but. Yeah, yeah. Because there were, I think there was, there was a couple like, tense scenes yeah when they're down in the basement i remember yeah at the end yeah. where they find yeah. the uh the dead body well don't give it away i know it was made in 2018 <laughs> well i just watched it oh you did yeah i just watched it oh well, good thing you watched it you have to watch you're talking about all these like independent films but if you want to watch a crazy movie you have to watch a film called rubber it was made in 2010 rubber. yeah and I watched it. Me, me and my buddies watched it about four or five years ago. And I'll just give you the, the plot of it. Yeah, it's a uh, horror film about a tire that comes to life and kills people with its psychokinetic powers. That's just it. But you have to, you have to watch it. it it's great. I well, even think on, sense. on IMDb it got a good score. Um, Very descriptive see. of you. It got six. It got a sixty Metascore, which for a horror movie is, yeah, that's true. Dang good, a homicidal car tire, discovering it as destructive. Whoa, what's that word? P S I O N I C. Psionic power. Are you are but you trying to say? Wait, spell it. P P P S. Yeah. So it's like psychology, but it's P S I O N I C. It's got to be psionic. Yeah, it's got to be psionic. Yeah. yeah. Well, good movie. Of us are very smart. So, yeah. Get that. All right. But let's continue. Um, TV show, in case you haven't watched it, <laughs> mm-hmm. I just burned through it because there's only one season and it's on Netflix right now. Burned through it in like two days. It's called Evil. Mm-mm, haven't seen it. Okay. It's on like, the top 10 right now on Netflix. So, it's, it's, they're about to start filming season two. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a ABC show, you know, so it's like a, I think it's ABC. I don't know. One of those basic cable shows. So it's nothing yeah. spectacular, but 
great premise. Um, we were to talk. We were to just talking about how we like the detective style hauntings. Uh-huh. This show, the premise is the main character is a female. She um, she's a psychologist, doctor. Yeah. Um, and she gets hired on by this guy that is training to be a priest, who has a partner that's like a tech handyman type guy, who he's a non-believer, she's a non-believer, and then mm. they work with this guy that's trying to be a priest. And what they do is they get contracted out by the Catholic Church to investigate possible demonic possessions to see Ooh. if an exorcism is necessary for, like, an actual priest to come in. So it's not necessarily about, like, performing exorcisms. What they do is they go in first to see if it's authentic or if people are trying to fake it. Yeah. That, um, sounds, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, so she's a non-believer, right? And she's there <clears throat> to be the skeptic, and she's a psychologist to try to, like, see if the person's just crazy. And then there's this tech guy who's there just to see if there's, like, any kind of technology that's creating these noises and stuff like that. There's uh, some pretty good people in this show. I mean, uh, that right. one guy's uh, Luke Cage from... Uh, uh, so I was going to say, he was... He was the cage guy in the Netflix And then the show. other, I think the main character, that lady is uh, from Bones, isn't she? Wasn't she on that Bones See, TV I, show? I can't remember what she's from. She's from something. She's from something on HBO, I think, if I remember correctly. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm no, going to check had, that out. It had a decent cast, and uh, it just got greenlit for season two. So I think people are starting to catch on. So is it going to be on Netflix again, or is it going to go back to ABC or CBS. I think it's going to go back to that and then uh-huh. probably go to Netflix after. Um, I'll have to check that out. I mean, we love to guess, watching those types of movies and or shows. The thing I mean. is, it has a good balance of, it's just like kind of a good, it's almost like a detective style drama, mm-hmm. you know, where they're having to each or each episode's like them working a different case, almost like the X-Files. I would say yeah. you, you would closely compare it to the X-Files. Um, if anything, now I'm thinking about it, it's kind of an X-Files ripoff. But, um, yeah, because think about it. Like, the doctor skeptic is working with the believer. You know, yeah, and they that's have how every single episode played out yeah. of the X-Files. And every episode in this is different with one overarching, like, villain, just like the X-Files did uh-huh. with the man of the cigarette. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. So, I, I liked it because it was a good balance of some legit spookiness. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some like legit scary scenes where I was like, I was up and my wife was asleep. It was like midnight. I couldn't sleep. I put it on episode one. You started looking around and there was one scene. Yeah. Where this demon is crawling under her bed. And I was like, Oh shit. I was like, I didn't expect that to actually be kind of spooky. Have you so, ever, or you keep going. No. Yeah. That was ha- it. Have you ever had a movie that you watched in your twenties? You fall asleep. In your 20s, not when you're like a kid. Uh, damn it. Okay, no, I'm out. That you couldn't fall asleep. So no? No. Nothing no, in your 20s? Not at all. All right, um, teens? The last time I can remember it happening was when I was in middle school. Okay. Um, which doesn't help your case, I know. that, that Because uh, it sounds like you do have that. Uh, mine? Um, the, okay, let me hear what you have, and then I'll tell you mine. The first... The last one that I think I can remember, and I'm going to look at the date to see when this came out to make sure how old I was. Let's see. <clears throat> okay. So the last one that really freaked me out, but it's my favorite horror movie ever, 
was in 2013. So that would have, I would favorite have been, horror movie ever. I would have been 19 or 20. This is your yeah. favorite ever. This is my favorite ever. Wow. But it freaked me out the most. And after watching it, I appreciate it more. Was The Conjuring. You know, The Conjuring's good. That's it's just a good movie. good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. So I, I can't say that I couldn't sleep afterwards because I'm a grown man and don't have that problem like you do. I was not, I was, I think I was 19. Yeah, July 2013. Couldn't sleep. 2013. Okay, yeah, I was quite a bit older. Um, well, a couple, what was that, like three years older? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, you probably should have been able to sleep at 19. Oh, I couldn't. To be I was fair. scared. It's all spooky. Uh, I thought, I thought that, that lady was going to come in my bed. Yeah. The, the uh, was that, wasn't that the scene in the basement when she's... Oh, when you're going, oh, it's good. Like, you walk down the basement, she's right there. They didn't see her. Yeah. Yep. You know, there was a couple of good horrors that came out right around, around them. What was it oh, Sinister? Yeah. Sinister with the, with the camera? Yeah, the, the, I think that um, was Ethan Hawke? Yep. And then what right? was the other yeah. one? Uh, they had that, that one that was good that they made, like, 50 of them after that. Um shoot it was good it was a little spooky um what did the annabelle movies come from now it's a a spinoff of the conjuring it's like a conjuring series oh okay and that movie that i just watched recently what was the uh, other one there was one other one and it's gonna drive me crazy i can't think yeah remember that the one where the guy was singing like the real freaky little guy would sing around the room and dance the tiptoe through the tulip song wait is that not conjuring no, that's not the Conjuring. Yeah, you're right. That's not the Conjuring. That one. He like starts that singing. That one was good. That was a little demon. freaky. And the demon's like hiding out down below, and he has like this humongous. Like I don't know what he lives in. No, the scene, <laughs> the scene where it turns to the mom, oh. and right over her shoulder, and he's like, Bleh. and it looks like Darth Maul's face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What is that movie? What is that movie? I just uh, know they Insidious. sing Insidious. Insidious. Yep. I literally Googled Darth Maul demon. Insidious <laughs> came up. And then they made like five of them. You got to after. Every horror movie has to have five to six other movies. It's so funny. I'm looking. Insidious so came funny. out. I'm looking at a graphic that shows the demon and Darth Maul next to each other. And it's like comparing them. Yeah. Demon, Darth Maul. I think Maul. those all came out around the same time, though. Oh yeah, they did. That's my point. Yeah, that was a good time period for horror movies. Um, the last time I can remember this happening to me was I gotta look up what year it came out. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Do you remember the the Ryan Reynolds Amityville Horror remake? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Two thousand five. That's when it came out. So. That's a good one. That is a good October. What was that? Seventh movie. or eighth grade? It depends. Um, so I was, okay. I was still in middle school. I was right. Um, and I went and saw it in theaters with you know my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming home and just like laying in bed and being like, "Fuck, I can't do it." Yeah, I was like, "This is I'm I'm legit like terrified right now." <laughs> And I've, you know, obviously rewatched the movie and been like, Jesus. Yeah, well, what was wrong with me? 
Yeah. Because wasn't he just uh, – it was just himself, right? Am- Amityville Horror. He went crazy, right? Well, don't give it away. <laughs> that movie came out in, like, the 70s. I mean, have you ever seen the original Amityville Horror? Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody's watched the original, then they know how it ends. But the one with Ryan Reynolds is good. Yeah. So, I, didn't, I I never thought that would be one that would make me not sleep. Well, when I was in middle school, for whatever reason, that was the one. That's the one that hit home. You know a good movie, too, that isn't a horror movie at all? Uh-huh. but manages to kind of creep the fuck out of you. Um, I remember I went and saw it with a girl, not a girlfriend, just a friend. Yeah. And um, she called me in the middle of the night and was like, I can't go to sleep. And I'm like, this wasn't even a horror movie. That's when you know but, it's good. Right. Prisoners. Huh. From 2013 with Jake yeah. Hall and Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Do you ever see it? Yeah. They, don't they uh, hide the family? Is it the family? His the family daughters. gets kidnapped? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. an excellent movie. Now, I wish I could remember really all of good. it. Re- but... Yeah, rewatch it, and it's creepy, dude. Mm-hmm. It's very I creepy. know what you're talking about. It's who was movie. I'm trying – who was the guy that was holding him captive? Don't give it away. Oh, that's right. Now I know. Yep. Okay. That was an awesome movie. All right. You know what movie I just watched last night, actually, from your Twitter thread recommendations? Let's see. And it was one of my favorite movies I've seen recently, actually. Uh, let me guess. Oh, I was just going to say, was it Maribone? Yeah. Dude. How, how good was that? That movie was so good. And I looked. It was up, a story. Like, That's what I loved about views it. Views on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And critics were being really harsh. I know. And I, I was I, like, I, I truly don't understand why they're being harsh <clears> on this movie. <throat> it was a very good movie. Number one, the cinematography was incredible. It was oh my god, a beautiful movie. This mm-hmm. the scenery was incredible. The house was incredible. It was dark and gloomy when it needed to be. It was bright when it needed to be. It was excellent. Oh, I loved it on point. The acting was. Awesome. The script was great. I don't know who that the main character was unbelievable. I don't know if he's getting any more roles, but he seems like a really movie. Really Oh yeah, nineteen seventeen. Yeah. 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 So he's getting somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I loved it. I just like everything about it was good and then the ending was just incredible. Oh my god. How could was it did you ever feel that see that coming? I'm not gonna say anything, but I didn't I didn't see it coming either. To be fair, I, you know, usually when I see things coming or stuff, it's like when I know that there's like a twist, you know, and I'm like mm-hmm. looking for it. So if I rewatched it, I'm sure I'd be like, oh, yeah, this was so obvious. Especially the windowsill part. I think you get it, but I never noticed it. Where he's under, he's on the sheet, the window, yes, the curtains. Yes, yes. Then that you can the get biggest, it. Yes. Now that you're thinking about it, you're like, Oh shit! Of it's horse. Oh, it's it's that guy. Yeah, but yep. Uh, no, I really liked it, it. Made perfect sense. It was just heartbreaking. Also, when you find out the true story, you know, mm-hmm. I was devastated. I was like, "Holy yeah, shit!" You couldn't believe it. And I was watching the movie, and I was like, "Man, this is a good movie." You know, it's 
and then it just ends like that yeah it's kind of creepy there's some creepy stuff to it you know it's good story i want to see what happens with this family um but yeah then when you find out that part when he goes back up there yep yeah and i was just like (gasps) i was like no fucking way that's what I, I, I was going to, when you, when you talked a couple of days ago, when you said, let's do a podcast about this, I was like, I love horror movies. I was thinking about, it. I love horror movie, movies that kind of like tugs at the heartstrings. That's emotional. Those yeah. are the best. Like when you're like, you can, it, it goes through everything. It's a little bit, you laugh, you get spooked out and then you're just like, oh man, that sucks. You're just yeah, cause sad. There's, there's a lot of, there's a variety of horror right Mm -hmm. i like my slashers i like my thrillers i like my hauntings you know but i also like a good movie with a good story like a drama that has some creepy elements to it which is what this was it wasn't a horror movie it was like just a drama Mm -hmm. that had some creepy horror elements to it but that was it i mean it wasn't a scary movie i wouldn't say it was I, it, online, I think they classified it as horror thriller. And I was like, that's a terrible classification. I know. I don't think it was a thriller at all. I would straight up drama. drama. Yeah. I would call it a drama. That's what it was. It was a story about a family going through hardship. I mean. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards. December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as 49 bucks after rebate. Get up to 200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards. December 26th through January 7th. Get up to 200 in savings. And choose the lowest tire price, period. At Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store or belltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. It almost, I mean, it, it's similar to Hereditary. Did you see Hereditary? I did. Did you like it? I I'm, sounds like you don't, but I liked it because <laughs> I thought I it was weird. I think it's similar to this movie where, see, but you can't look at it like a horror movie. Yeah. It's not. It's, I mean, there's, especially the ending was really fucking scary. That was, the, the entire movie but, is just about a family dealing with hardship. Yeah, no, no, it, it it definitely did, and I, I just couldn't get a like right from the beginning. I I, I was like way like this is a, this is a whole lot going on there. Yeah, especially with the, the to... little girl, and then oh my god, <laughs> right? Like the geez. director was supposed to, he was trying to make you feel as if you were feeling comfortable the whole time, and I was uncomfortable. Yeah, that so that's what he was trying to do, and um, you know. The, the whole kind of theme behind it, the reason it's called hereditary is uh, something that I read that I thought made a lot of sense was you don't know if all this was real mm-hmm. and there was this, you know, demonic cult worshiping group 
Um, he, he definitely left you with something. Or, <clears throat> or was it a uh, mental disorder that makes you essentially like hallucinate? And, and, and that could, that that's what it could have been. This disorder, the mother had it and gave it to the son. Mm-hmm. And um, it's hereditary. That's probably the best logic behind of it. So don't you I, think? Yeah, because I I read something about the director saying that he he wanted the movie to address um, hereditary mental health problems in families and them having to deal with it. And so I think it was more so supposed to be a movie about the horror of dealing with the hereditary mental health mm-hmm. problem in your family, the mental aspect of and it, and not being able to like help them or get them help. I bet you you're dead on. See, just with that movie, me we hit a stretch there where I saw three strange movies, and I think that was like the third one. I was like, I can't take this no more. Like the RT horror? Yeah. Like we hit the other one. Our first one we watched was Mother. Did you see <laughs> yeah. that one? <laughs> the fuck was that movie? Like we yeah. we went to the movie theater thinking it was oh, gonna you be saw something. That in the movie theater? Yeah. Man, it got hyped up a lot. Oh. Remember how hyped it, it got? No. Huh? I like we got, I was like, I, I gotta get see it this. That <laughs> it got hyped. I'm so sorry that and, you went and saw that in the movie theater. That's definitely a one. It's on Netflix. <laughs> you could check it out if you're feeling weird, but I yeah. wouldn't pay to see it. Um, then we hit, it? we hit Midsummer. No, you didn't see Midsummer, did you? Yeah. Did you pay money for it? No, I didn't go to the movie theater for that. I one. went to the fucking movie theater and paid money to see that. See. Movie. No, I. You know what? I kind of liked it. Oh, fuck <laughs> off! I hated Midsummer. All right, so I'm. I'm not gonna spoil anything. When that dude, when they, when they were jumping off the cliff, what, what were you feeling? I was like, oh yeah, here we go. The movie's about to get good, and then nothing. That's what I was feeling. I was excited. I was like thrilled. I was like, yes, let's see more of this, and it went nowhere. That movie was like, what was it? Did it get like in the nineties? It was like the best rated horror movie in like last such seven or eight years. Yeah. It, and then we that movie we, that movie in itself, in my opinion, is so pompous. Yeah. The movie itself is pompous. They're, they're just like, this is what horror should be. It's like highbrow to the next level. <laughs> and then hereditary. So we we hit some we hit some pretty uh okay. different movies. I wanted to watch a comedy after. After hitting them three. Yeah, those are just, those are a little much. That's a little mm-hmm. dense. What you needed yeah, was a good, like, comedy horror. There. What's your favorite comedy horror? I have mine. Ooh, my favorite. It might be the same. Favorite. I mean, I guess I got to go with, like, Shaun of the Dead, probably. Ah, oh, that's good, too. I was going with Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That was that was I was thinking that one too. I love that movie. <laughs> um and I was and then I was thinking of you know the um the original oh shit, what what were they? Uh The Screams? No, the not another scary movie or whatever. Um Oh uh shoot. They're hilarious. Yeah, why can't we in the nineties? Yeah, why can't we think of the name? They had like eight of them. Was this called scary, scary something? Scary movie. Scary movie one. Scary movie. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we literally, they're called scary movies. So fucking dumb. <laughs> um, those also popped in my head, like one and two. Two might have even been better than one, to be honest. They should make another uh, one. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> they are done with that franchise. They made way too many of them. Uh, Last one came know, out in, yeah, 2006. You know, was it a really good, it's like a dark, dark horror comedy. Uh, or dark comedy horror, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's called Behind the Masks. Behind the Rise the Mask. of Leslie Vernon. Have you ever seen it? I'm searching it. All right. This is a weird movie. This is a weird 2006. Movie. So I think I just saw it last year around Halloween time. I found, out, I found this thing. Very strange, but it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's essentially a world where the serial killers from, you know, slashers are real. Like Jason Voorhees is real. Um, and so, sorry, my dog's sneezing. Oh, that's good. So people, like some people want to become. What serial. those guys are. Yeah. yeah, like the slasher killers. And so this guy, was it? What, what, what did I say his name was? Uh, Leslie Vernon. Yeah, that's, that's the name of it. The next, wanted to be the next one. So he creates his own mask and his own backstory and all this. And the movie is a mockumentary style movie. Mm-hmm. So it's a documentary film crew that wants to follow him around because they want to film the next big serial killer. And it's, it's funny in the sense that um, there'll be scenes where he's like describing <laughs> how he's going to kill all the teenagers in the house. <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, he's just like, see the stoners, they'll be on the couch upstairs. They won't move the whole time. I can handle them last. He's like, what I want to target first is the jock and the slutty cheerleader. They're going to go to the basement and she's going to offer to give him a blow job. He's like, that's when I'm going to kill those two first. Like, it's, it's pretty funny. It's spot on too. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, it's like making fun of those movies. Um, and there's like some creepy parts in it for real, but I'm gonna have to watch that. That looks really, really good. Highly recommend that. For, it says <laughs> the DVD uh, cover says Freddie, Jason, Michael. We all need someone to look up to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's good. I don't know where you'd find it. Um, uh, somewhere might be on Amazon. All right, watch on Prime Video. Yep, this it's on. Off. Yeah, what's the last one? Uh, wait, what's it on? Actually, I do want to. Mm-hmm. It's on Prime. If you got okay, it, watch on Prime. Included with Prime. The, the Rise of Leslie Vernon. Um, to finish this up, you were talking about you're watching a TV show right now. What are you watching? Yeah, well, I haven't watched any movies. I haven't been posting because I've been on this TV show. I've been watching one episode a night. It's uh, Ratchet with uh, uh, Sarah Paulson. I think that's her name from American Horror Story. She's in a bunch of other things. Really, really good movie. It, it is the prequel to the nurse of uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest yes nurse with uh jack uh nick nicholas yep or nicholson nicholas i always get the golfer and the actor confused dude me too actually nicholson jack nicholas jack nicholas is the golfer right yeah jack nicholson is that nicholson is the actor i do the same thing though. so she's nurse ratchet and it's and it's based off of how nurse ratchet becomes the nurse of one flew over the cuckoo's nest 
and it's got a lot of American Horror Story vibes to it because it's the same. Yeah. I think the same creator, but it's a little bit more bright. And it's not as dark. Have you watched any of the episodes? So I watched. I didn't quite finish it. I think I have <laughs> one episode left. Um, I lost interest in that show. Okay. And here's why. And here's why. Number one, uh, American Horror Story was you know hit or miss. The, good for the first seasons were good. Mm-hmm. I think season two, Asylum, was by far the best season. Oh yeah. Um, yep. I agree. Everything other than Asylum was like mediocre. Maybe Murder House season one. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Asylum was by far and away their best season. So I'm okay with the people that do American Horror Story, even though it's just kind of recycled content at this it point. It is. But the reason that show I started to lose interest was One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Incredible movie, right? Oh, yeah. That's uh, why I wanted to watch this. So I, my wife put it on. And I kind of started to put it together in my head. And I was like, wait, what's this called? And she's like, Ratchet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is her name, Nurse Ratchet. And I was like, oh, shit. I think I figured this out. And so I looked it up. <laughs> but um, so I was really hyped on it for a while because of that. But stop showing the toy. <laughs> I got this new puppy. Um, how old is he? Handful. She, how old is she? Uh, she is, how old are you now? um let's see we got her at 10 weeks we've had her for four weeks so probably 14 weeks oh so she's she's little yeah her name's dolly barkson (laughs) (laughs) yep i gave her the name um so anyway my point was the reason i kind of fell off that show was because the show wants you to sympathize with nurse ratchet yeah Yep, yep, for sure. And it becomes increasingly obvious throughout, and that yep. really irritated me. I wonder if it's going to change. It probably won't, but... It didn't. At, for And I, like I said, I watched almost all of it, and that's oh, when I was okay. finally like, you know what, fuck this. I'm and on we're six. We're really trying to get you to sympathize with her, as if it's like, she's a badass bitch, just like making it through the world. You know, mm-hmm. she just does what she's got to do. And I and just hate that shit. That's kind of what like, American Horror Story has started to do if you watched oh, any of their latest. Yeah, yeah, I gave up on them. Yeah. But in this, I, I like the idea of following Nurse Ratchet and her backstory because Nurse Ratchet, for me, and I think a lot of other people, solidifies maybe the most evil character in any movie ever. I think she was. In my oh. opinion, yeah, she, yeah. I always thought that she was supposed to represent Satan. I don't know if mm-hmm. anybody else ever thought that. When I watched the movie, I watched it at a young age, I yeah. always thought she was the like embodiment of Satan. Mm-hmm. So I've always viewed Nurse Ratchet as the epitome of evil. Um, and so I wanted to see that on display, like young Nurse Ratchet just being the epitome of evil. And then you didn't get it. Throughout, it started to make me, it started to want me to sympathize with her. And my wife is sympathizing with her, like cheering for her. Oh boy! My buddy's wife's doing the same thing because they've never seen one flew over cuckoo's nest. And I'm like, you know, that's fuck this. They're I think that's a problem. All over it is not a lot of these people watch the the movie. Yeah, but they. Yeah. If you haven't watched the movie, your takeaway should be the same. Like she is the epitome of evil. She yeah, is the yeah. embodiment of evil. If they're mm-hmm. doing it correctly, and. That just irritated me. And then on top of that, some of the storylines in it are just so like they go nowhere. No, they don't. A couple of episodes. Some of them and, go nowhere. She's, it's like she's setting up something 
to happen. And then it doesn't mm-hmm. happen, and she just pivots to the next thing and sides with someone else. And I, I'm just like, okay, so does she just get lucky every time? It's not like she's a master she's genius. She's getting you lucky. Know, playing people because, yeah, some of it, she's just getting lucky. I uh, fall to shit constantly. So, And that's what I told my, my girlfriend is I feel like when I watched American Horror Story, I would watch four episodes and just quit on it. Yeah, And that's kind of how I'm doing with this. But I, I really – I wanted to watch this to kind of uh, get like a break before uh, the haunting of blind manor come comes out and it just came out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I love the haunting of Hill house. So I'm I'm really, you're going to be disappointed. Uh, Really? (laughs) It's, it is not, not not as good. It's not a horror. It is very Hmm. misleading for them to release it in October from the same people that just like last year. Yeah. This See, one is not a. It's not a horror. It's a. Oh, it's, honestly, man. it's a romance. It's like a romance, which is uh, a little I'm bit. I'm not of, saying. I'm not saying it's a bad show. Yeah. It honestly, it's a good show. I mean, it, it is, but it's not. I love. I love the Hill House. The Hill House was the perfect balance of scare and, uh, or it wasn't even scary. It was just kind of creepy and eerie. It was yeah, a good balance it, of that and. It was similar to uh, Marabone, I think. Yeah. Exactly. This one is less creepy. I mean, it is like so far removed from the horror genre. Oh, they should have um, took they should have took a year off and really developed something. Or and, I don't mind them doing this as a show because they're taking it off October. of books. Yeah, you know, like it was kind of what was that the movie? Um, was that one that came out recently? Uh, Secret Shopper or something like that. Secret Shopper. Do you remember that movie? Oh, no. It came out I mean a number of years ago. Hold on. Um with the Twilight Girl. Yeah, I know her. Yeah. Secret Secret Shop. If you watch I remember see, I remember that because if you watch the trailer for that, it presents it as if it's gonna be like this haunted house. But really it's just like her having to deal with the death of her brother. Oh, personal yes. shopper. Yeah. Per, oh personal okay, thank you. Yeah, um, kind of reminded me of that. It, it, it's just horribly advertised. Wow, you really bummed me out now. Go watch Evil. I think I might. So I got I got a whole bunch here. You actually helped me out. I got everything on Shutter. You told me about. I got Evil. I got a few more. So I think we'll yeah. be good. Uh, I can last all the way to Halloween. I'll probably put them in the description of the podcast too. So do it. I'm thinking about coming out maybe next week and the week after with shorter podcast episodes than this one. I'll just be by myself Mm -hmm. and I'm going to cover recommendations for like different horror genres. That'd be sweet leading up to Halloween. I'm thinking horror comedy. I'm thinking nineties, specifically nineties slashers. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So that's what the audience wants. That's what they want. They don't at all. I built up my audience for NASCAR, and now that I'm anti-NASCAR, it's going to... They're going to hate you. Yeah, they're going to hate me for sure. Maybe I'll try to drop some NASCAR. Well, if, if NASCAR gets rolling again, but I don't know. That's my point. Yeah. I'm Until just then. doing this for Spooktober. Until then, yeah. You're just going to do Halloween reviews. This is a Spooktober thing. Don't worry. I'm not... This podcast isn't strictly Halloween movie reviews, although... I'd be pretty good at that too. Well, 
but I'm good at everything I do. So you are, Johnny. Thanks for coming on. No problem, Ralph Snake. We'll, we'll uh, see you. See you later. It was fun. All right, peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.